Hey guys, welcome to the Let Me Call You Back podcast. This comedy podcast features Declan Brooks, my brother, and an aspiring stand-up comedian on our weekly phone calls. We talk daily happenings of life, ludicrous news, and comical interactions with others while out and about in the world. Please enjoy. back so what's been going on with you anything new i'm coming to you from my bed with swedish fish in my hand what's going on raymond how's your sunday my sunday has been delightful delightful the most beautiful of sundays as i sit here drinking my coffee is it rather shallow and pedantic yes quite it's my go-to reference from family guy mm-hmm so, so I want to call you out on something you sent me a picture of on Friday. How'd you fall asleep? How the fuck did you fall asleep with a piece of cheese in bed with you? Oh, dude, this is getting cut. No way. <laughs> this is getting cut. No way. This is good material. I sent you that picture in confidence. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I don't know. I was just eating a piece of cheese and... I just put it down next to me and fell asleep. <laughs> not, not only are you eating a piece of cheese, you're eating two pieces of cheese at the same time. <laughs> Took a, a sweet bite out of it. <laughs> so that's just enough. <laughs> I couldn't get it. I couldn't get them apart. It seems you were like you fell asleep. Like that's just enough cheese, and you went to sleep. <laughs> well, let's talk about my day the other day. What have you done this week? What have you been doing? Are you getting in the holiday season? Are you excited for Thanksgiving? Uh, no. Not at all? Not really. I went to a Friendsgiving party, though. That was How'd fun. that go? It was great. It was me and a bunch of white women. Nice. As I was just crushing beers, and they're drinking red wine. We played Kings. Nice. Uh, we played some dice game. It was Did anybody, anybody tell you their secrets? Uh, no. Nice. Not really. Usually people drink red wine and tell them your secrets. Um, I went and played cards last night at my friend's. I, uh, you ever play AC Doocy? AC Doocy? No. Yeah. I didn't even know cards could get trashier, but they have. And uh, it's a game where you're, you're betting any denomination from a quarter and up that the number is going to be between the two cards in front of you. Like, yeah, So, for instance, ace is the high card. Two is the low card. If, say, if it's a uh, a five and a seven are laid down, there's only one possibility of it being in between. It's it's a hard game to play. Uh, common, <laughs> like they they just made me gamble. That's pretty much what happened. Who did you play with? I was playing with uh, Danny, my buddy Chris from Bedford, Jordan Sullivan, John Collins, all them. Yeah, we were playing up in uh, Pennsylvania yesterday. Noise. Noise. Card game. Time noise. Hard doinks. So, my week. I watched the original SpongeBob movie. Oh, shit. You were telling me that. Dude. I gotta rewatch it. Do you know how good that movie is? <laughs> Top five all time. Uh, yeah, it's one of my favorites. And it really makes me laugh, too, because every time... They have this, like, very subtle... Like, you can tell how much better movies were written and made in the past... 
when they have like it's not stupid storylines like little side storylines it's actually like hilarious side storylines like plankton if you've never watched the spongebob series and collection before so spongebob uh is just a fry cook and plankton is the arch nemesis of spongebob boss and plankton's trying to take over the world and he's just a plankton he's just this little guy um in this movie they bring up his stubby little hands multiple times to where plankton like looks at his hands like come on man <laughs> like why do you guys keep talking about my hands <laughs> it's like charlie's uncle from it's always sunny mm-hmm. practices uh, bird law yes i think it's hilarious they made king neptune just like a, a very self-conscious balding man like where's my crown dude He's just losing his mind the whole time. Like, they took my crown, took it to Shell City. It's an unbelievable movie because it's supposed to be a kids' movie, and it's more of an adult movie than I expected. There's highs and lows. They have sexual innuendos. I think I told you my favorite part is them uh, getting chocolate drunk at the Weenie Hut Junior. <laughs> oh yeah. The SpongeBob's like, I don't think I'm in the mood for Sundays today, Patrick. I'm gonna head home. He's like, What about for a triple goober Sunday? He's like. Bitch, you know that's my drink. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> and they drink, they eat 25 Sundays. <laughs> they eat like 25 Sundays. Bitch, you know me. We get up on stage and he's he gives a shout out because he's ice cream drunk at this point. He's like, this one goes out, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> he's dink. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's exactly how I'd handle not getting the big promotion. And he's also all- like a... There's like a burlesque like d- dance routine at the end. Yeah, they uh they it's took the trends. It's a really trends. Yeah, it's trans a trends movie. The song I Wanna Rock. Who plays it? ACDC? Yeah. Um, they turn it into I'm a goofy gooba. Yeah. <laughs> um Patrick for some reason is in high heels and stockings twerking that shit. It was pretty nice. It was Twisted Sister. Was it Twisted Sister? Yeah. Um, there's a scene where they're about to cross like a county line, and they're like, man, you guys ain't going to make it 10 seconds in, in the other part of town. And they cross over the line. They're like, oh, yeah, watch us. And they drive over the line, and a, a robber immediately is like, all right, guys, out of the car. <laughs> Get out. Leave Get all out. your shit. And they both just, like, sit there, and they look at the other two goofballs because they're still watching. They're like, how long was that? They're like, 17 seconds. Like, in your face, loser. <laughs> like, I forgot about that. Good scene. Good. It's got good legs. Um, I've been trying to get into my roots this week. I brought up to you Irish road bowling. Your roots. The Irish road bowling. Irish road bowling. Me roots. Me, pasty white Irish drunk fighting roots. So, have you played this game? No, but I want you to bring up the rules and we're going to talk about it because if you had videos, it'd probably explain it better. But it's pretty much you get your biggest, goofiest looking Irish guy in town and you get him to her. Like, each town has their biggest goof and they bring him, <laughs> they bring him to a road and they throw rocks and see who makes the most money off their biggest mongoloid. Yes. Irish road bowling uh, started, as they say, Look it up. Uh, about 1600 in Ireland. 
Irish troops stole British cannonballs and rolled them back to their camps. Uh, I want you to look up the rules and I'm going to sit here and make sweet jazz in the background while you talk. Like, I'm looking at the Wikipedia as we speak. The rules are simple. A bowl, heavy cast iron balls thrown from starting point to a predetermined end point, usually one to two miles away. The winner is the person on the team that reaches the end with the fewest throws of the other heavy cast iron ball. Okay, now I understand it. I remember this being the thing. So it's throwing it as far as you can on the first throw. You get two tries per round. If the second throw can't go past the first throw. So like the second throw can't go past the distance of the first throw or it's called a fault or a penalty, whatever it is. Like I said, it's their biggest honky. They're finding their biggest honky. They're putting them in the streets, and he's throwing the cannonballs. <laughs> so it's been a game around since, like, 900 AD. The Irish have always been getting drunk and throwing rocks down roads. <laughs> and during, I think it was the Revolutionary War, Irish fighters were in the U.S., and they it was either the Revolutionary War or Civil War. But they... uh the rumor is they would steal cannonballs and play road bowling with that. And that's how it started in the U.S. Now, where I got that story from was from a YouTube video of two drunk Irish guys in West Virginia. Like, Irish road bowling in the U.S. is a long history. We're just trying to keep this going. We're trying to keep this alive. And the next guy is completely not drunk. And he's like, Irish road bowling is a hard part of our history in West Virginia. And that's why we took it to Ohio. Like, the... The video is literally them going like, we started this back in West Virginia back in 2010. The guy has a good list while he's talking. <laughs> they just have nothing to do. He's like, and it got really successful. So that's why we took it to Ohio. Because everything successful goes to Ohio, right? <laughs> yeah, why the fuck are they going to Ohio? Like, we're going to Cleveland. We got to get a game in. So yeah, that's Irish. Um, I'll tell you what. Speaking of Irish, it sounds pretty Gaelic to play Irish road bowling. And that's my joke. It's the double cup report today. Are you double cupping today? <laughs> no, I'm not. Single coffee cup. Got any double cups around your house? No, all my cups are dirty. I don't use two. I, uh, I seem to have been contacted by a gentleman's suitor today. Uh, <laughs> oh, what? First off, can you get hacked through text message? I... I think you have to click a link of some sort. I don't think you... Like, just by answering them, you mean? Young Jamie, can you Google that for me, please? Well, you do that, I'm going to get my paperwork together. You can you can hear me straightening it, getting ready. <laughs> you don't... <laughs> there's no way it has to do with the podcast. It doesn't. It literally does. Okay, so I'm on the Rockford Register Star. It says one way that hackers are able to access your phone is to get you to click on infested links in text messages and emails. However, that is not always necessary. Very sophisticated hackers can use zero-click hacks that don't require you to do anything to activate the attack. So, what do I have? How, like, what, would I just have to respond to the message? Maybe, yes. Yeah. You probably shouldn't. Wait, Damn, what did it I, say? So it says... Lisa. Lisa? Hi, Lisa. Come to my house for dinner tonight. I've prepared a seafood <laughs> feast. Uh, so, why don't you Google this number? 769. Whoa. 
Uh, I guess I'll just get rid of it. Yeah. Seven six nine. Beep beep beep. <laughs> you just made a beep noise to go back and use over it. Yeah. Should I just check the area code because reverse phone number lookup looks like you have to pay for that. Uh, type reverse phone number lookup free. Where's your fucking head, Raven? <laughs> free, free, free. Oh my god. It's a California Work. number, but they're trying to get me to pay on this website too. All right, well then probably, we're probably not going to find out who it is. It's but I'm going to tell you, there's probably nobody in California trying to fuck me. <laughs> I just really wanted to respond. What a random message. Lisa? Yeah, isn't that the weird part? That's weird. Our mom's name is Elisa. The thing is, you were like, I wonder if I could go over someone's house and eat seafood. <laughs> and my, my first thought was like, how do I catfish this guy in me eating seafood? <laughs> he obviously knows me. He obviously knows what I like. You just start having to like Western Union wire him money. I first need you to pay for the life of my son. He has you log in on your computer to TeamViewer. He's like, listen, I need you to join me in a Google chat about an hour. I wish uh, I wish I could answer that text, but in today's world, Raymond, not safe. Uh, Thanksgiving is coming up in two fucking days. The old Thanksgiving. Dude, we could do a, a, a Thanksgiving pod. A slamboree. A Thanksgiving slamboree pod in person. I was in Portland, Maine two weeks ago. I went out for comedy. I had an all right night. And then this is the second time a guy tried to get me to go to karaoke. Oh, what do you mean by all right? What does that mean? Doesn't sound good. Did all right. I didn't have a crazy great night. Um, you're not always funny, which I'm curious. I had some, I've had good nights a lot. And then uh, a guy said to me like three weeks ago, he's like, how many times have you bombed? Like, as I was in, like, a Boston area, he's like, how many times have you bombed? I'm like, I don't think that many times yet. He's like, how many times have you gone? I'm like, like, over 20 times? He's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and now I feel like I'm getting comfortable with, like, going on a premise that doesn't make anybody laugh until one guy's, like, in the back, like, Meh. I'm like, cool. He laughed at that bad joke. We can move on. No, so I, I did comedy up there. I was in the grilled cheese bar again. <laughs> The, oh, I was, was up at the uh, Cheese Louise. Cheese Louise. Shout, <laughs> yeah. shout out to the Munch Fest. Shout out to the Munch Factory. That's actually not the name. It's called Cheese Louise. It's a grilled cheese bar. Highly you acclaimed. Highly acclaimed. Highly, highly, highly respected in its in its local neighborhood. James okay. Beard Award winning. A keystone business in this area, known in the Commonwealth as a key contributor to the local schools cheese louise it's a cool bar you can get a grilled cheese with lobster on it for like 30 bucks <laughs> we uh, heard about that you went extensively into that yeah well not the lobster the, uh, we went into the lobster roll we didn't go into the grilled cheese sammies <laughs> sitting there going through grilled cheese sammies looking at the prices and the, and the flavors all right all right relax <laughs> He's an all right, right? <laughs> I feel like we're, I'm cornering you. The, pri the prices and the flame. Like, Take it easy, dude. 
um, I went up there. The first, the second week I was there, the guy I was hanging out with, shout out to Josh Marquis up in Portland, funny comedian, runs yes. the Cheese Louise, runs the Cheese Louise mic um, every Tuesday night. He's been doing it for over a year. Second week I was there, he's like, do you want to go out do karaoke with me? I'm like, yeah, let's do it, man. And we walk all the way to the karaoke bar, and it's just me and him smoking a joint that he had. And uh, we get there, and the karaoke bar is closed. And, like, he goes online like, dude, they said they're closed today because they're changing their menu. And, like, at this point, I'm like, dude, are you trying to fuck me outside of the karaoke <laughs> bar right now? Because <laughs> it's working. Yeah. Um, I, uh, he's putting the moves on here. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm, I was like, dude, did you just make me walk over here for no reason? He's like, no, not at all. I was like, I swear to God, Josh, you're about to like look off into the distance. Like, this is a really nice, bro- like a really nice part of the park, isn't it? So I got all excited for karaoke for nothing. We get there, it's closed. So I'm like, hey, if I'm here next week, we're going out for karaoke. So I have an all right night. Nothing crazy good, nothing bad. I think I told you the guy before me had like a meltdown. <laughs> what on stage yeah kind of like um oh we started plugging all this shit dude it was no shame it was probably one of the funniest things i've ever seen like That's not disgusting. like he he wasn't funny it was just laughable afterwards like he he goes up there and there's a woman that's like kind of in like it's a small room her friend had been up there so she had talked in the middle of their sets a little bit and people had entertained her heckling a little bit and it's not a busy room. It's a small room. So, like, you can't let people get under your skin. It's like the floodgates. The floodgates yeah. broke. So, yeah, he just let out a bunch of problems with himself. He she, he gets up there. He's introduced us. Oh, this is so-and-so. He's got a sketch comedy show. He's a real funny guy. Give it up for him. And, like, Josh is just friendly and plays the scene, I guess. So Josh plays the scene and respects people. And they're like, hey, man, mention my show and my stuff. And I appreciate it. So... Josh plays the scene, and he was like, oh, hey, man, this guy's got this and that. He's got a sketch show next week. Give it up for him. And he gets he up there. He served him up. He, he let him go up. Exactly. He was doing what a host does. Uh, he served him up. He's like, get ready. Here he comes. <laughs> People. I ah! just coined that term. <laughs> served him up on a platter. Gets up there and starts talking, and this girl just says something in the middle of his set. He goes, he just stops. Instead of, like, being funny or, like, having any type of like crowd work in him he just stops and goes is, is that what you do you talk in the middle of people's sets is that what you do maybe that's All a right, bit he's sorry about on. that guys. like just like he does that and like hits this like rude tone and then he's like is that what you do and then all of a sudden he goes, all right, well, let's get back to what I was talking about. Huh? Dating, huh? That joke's not going to work now. Let me try something else. And like he starts going into another joke and no one's laughing because we just all watched him hit the side of a mountain. <laughs> she's just staring at him doesn't say a single thing to him and he's talking and he just looks right back at her and goes man you are in my head and she just hits him with the most stern statement like I'm just sitting here man <laughs> crushed him Raymond absolutely crushed him nobody's laughing at any of these things it's, it's... nobody's <laughs> laughing at any of this call it's just a dead silent room no you can hear <laughs> grilled cheese slapping i feel like you just hear you with like candy wrappers <laughs> in the side of the room i'm just like sitting there like uh there's another bowl of candy and somehow you're sitting next to it yeah somehow i'm next to a bowl of candy again um so uh 
he i'm up after him he just he just literally walked up there shit his pants on the stage and got so how he ends it is no one's laughing at anything he says all right well guys i got a sketch show coming up next week on wednesday you guys are gonna like it thanks a lot see ya and like that's how he talks and he proceeds to hand every single person in the room a flyer for this sketch show after Uh. he just ate ate an absolute bag of dicks so this sounds like this would be good for you to follow this right sure you want if somebody does bad so yeah i go up there and i kind of abused it a little bit (laughs) i went up there and like you were just like this fucking guy (laughs) you've heard my joke before um is anybody dealing with mental health here (laughs) you just said it about that guy yeah, I literally was like, anybody else dealing with mental health here? You're like, Jesus Christ, that guy. I immediately was like, I mean, obviously a couple of us are here, am I right? And then kept rolling. And you immediately when I said it, Josh's in the back, like, oh, God. <laughs> He's like, oh, my God, you just gutted him immediately. People laughed at that. Um, then they laughed at some of my jokes, and that was about it. But, like, he just literally walked up there and let out a fart pretty much um not even a funny fart a really stinky one and then i watched him a night later in a different bar and he references me and goes uh declan went on before me and he starts talking he kind of just tried to like make fun of my philly accent and then he's just like declan watched me eat a bag of dicks the other night and i literally was just like yeah i did (laughs) in his crowd i wanted to see if he exploded (laughs) Is that what you do? You just go up here, you talk, and people sets. <laughs> um, yeah, he had a fucking meltdown, dude. It was awesome. That's awesome. It's the chain smoking runner. What's what country is that, Raymond? Crank me out that one for me. Let's let's hear this. this. This isn't his first race either. This is a fifty-year-old runner completes the Chinese marathon in under three and a half hours while chain-smoking cigarettes. It said in under three and a half hours? Yep. Dude, 26 miles. Just bogue after bogue. He was just ripping marble. <laughs> There's a picture of him running with, like, his hand cupped around a cig, trying to light it. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a windless lighter. He's just specifically using a windless lighter. He's like, I've learned now over years of running and training. See, did you know in, like, Asia and stuff, they have, like, crazy flavored cigarettes? Uh, no. I have a friend that came home from China one time. She came home with strawberry-flavored Marlboros. That just sounds black market as hell. Dude, she's kind of a big girl, and I was not surprised when she's like, dude, you gotta try... She's South Philly as shit. She's like, dude, you gotta gotta try these strawberry Marlboros. Yo, you guys gotta try these. Those guys gotta try these heaters. <laughs> these um, fucking Bernies. You need to crank one of these heaters. You wanna die? <laughs> just start hitting that. Oh shit, I just found a story from October 4th. China officially bans fruit flavoring and e cigarettes. Oh, this is e cigs. Mm. There's no way they're doing it with cigs still, dude. Look a banana flavored palm oil if you want that. Um, Marlboros. Uh, yeah, I mean, dude, uh, this is the thing. I've smoked a cigarette and tried to do something physical, 
and it never feels good after that usually. I mean, work, working, doing manual, there's something about doing manual labor after smoking a cigarette. I don't know what it is, but you're now the strongest and smartest person on the job site every single time. Yeah, but that's different than fucking running 26 miles, dude. Yeah, well, it's also different where, like, I used to smoke blunts and play basketball games. I got excessively better and worse at the same time. Because <laughs> you were loose. You were loose. That was our go-to summer. That was our go-to summer lineup. Like, what's the summer lineup today, fellas? Uh, why don't we all pool our money, buy some weed, buy a pizza, go to so-and-so's house, um, smoke a blunt, try and play basketball for three hours, order the pizza, and then go back to somebody's house and veg out on Minecraft. That was the go-to summer package. <laughs> that was slime summer right there, dude. That was hot boys. That's that was the OG hot boy summer, dude. That was total gang shit. Before people started putting on grape smugglers and walking around in boat shoes and and goddamn, just going on a super American tangent. What is a like, grape God, smuggler? Grape smugglers are like chubbies, like short, sh- like short shorts, like above knee shorts. <laughs> grape smugglers. Grave smugglers are in reference to your nutsack. I got that, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Huevos Wranglers. Couple couple nut nut bags. I'm talking about pants that only cover cover your nuts, man. <laughs> um not in my American <laughs> fucking uh I um Yeah, no. I uh w- what the fuck was I just talking about? Smoking weed, gang shit package summer package the summer pack oh yeah the og package that's what we were talking about og summer package first off the og summer package included cargo shorts or 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 carpenter's jeans depending if you were skateboarding actually randy they were cargo shorts that were camo yes camo cargo shorts were i specifically have pictures of myself in high school in camo (laughs) cargo shorts with possibly a t-shirt maybe a, a jersey yeah uh, it wasn't mine i wasn't on any teams besides football somebody gave me a basketball jersey at one point and i'm like i'm keeping this so like, can i have the back i'm like no <laughs> I'm like why do you want my jersey i'm like i don't have any <laughs> <laughs> you're wearing somebody else's jersey on the football team <laughs> that's suspected no i'm talking about basketball jersey that's even worse no, I've never. Listen, it was like somebody's summer league jersey, and I like got picked up to play on a game one time. He was like, "Yo, throw this jersey on," and he pretty much was like, "I don't want that back." The last guy that had it was like a big, and I'm never gonna wear this, so you can have it. I was like, "Yes, I finally have a basketball jersey." <laughs> it cuts. It cuts to you and the big, the big machine, the green machine, throwing you a jersey in the tunnel. You mean Mean Joe Green? Yeah, Mean Joe Green. <laughs> mean Joe? <laughs> there you go, kid. Yeah, you a kid catch. <laughs> All right, so we talked about oh, so we started talking about the karaoke. I did my comedy. We went back the second time around for this karaoke. He's like, "Dude, they're open tonight. I know they are. Let's go do it." <laughs> oh, you went back the next week. <laughs> the next week, yeah. Okay. So, Josh, uh, sang a heater, absolutely heater. <laughs> he sang uh, "Love Story." 
Love Story by Taylor Swift. Oh my gosh, T Swift. That's hot he right was, now, dude. Dude, hot yeah, hot. I know, especially the reunion tour. I mean, people are gonna hear about Drew and the teardrops on her guitar soon. I hope so. I hope so. That's, That's my fave. Did you well, get any tickets? I would never go to a Taylor Swift show. <laughs> never. Oh, come on, dude. I've seen people saying that all over the internet. Like, I would you totally can't. Go. Somebody was like, I'd rather redo my bathroom than go to a <laughs> I'd rather put a tile floor in than go to a <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'd rather paint my bathroom. I, 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 saw, I saw like some goofy ones. Brett, Brett, fucking big Brett, put um, some Facebook that made me laugh. I forget what he said, but like, I'd rather eat a bicycle backwards and go to a Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> Come on, I would go. For all the salutes? Dude, sh- for her songwriting? I'd just go around that concert saying I was Drew. You know I was Drew, right? She's you know a musical she- genius. Oh. Did I tell you somebody said that to me the other day? Who? Um, This girl that I work with, actually. She was like, Taylor Swift is a musical genius. Oh my God! You were saying this. So set the tone. You were in a. You're in the bar. There's three people around of you. Around of you. There's three people around you. Two women, one men. All right. You guys are all talking about Taylor Swift. What? You're an actual musical en- engineer. Like you. We've both played music our whole life. We played instruments our whole life. We've done music programs, music theory. All right, you're sitting in a group of two white girls and a pretty much white girl, white guy that you, you work with. Okay, go. What are their, what are they saying, Raymond? <laughs> They're hyped for the reunion tour, dude. It's going to be amazing. You were... Uh, I'm just in the middle, like, oh, my God, right? <laughs> they brought up one song. I don't even remember the name, but <laughs> one of them is... They won't stop saying, like, I love that song. Oh my god, I love that song. She was completely serious about calling her a musical genius? Yeah. I agreed. You know, I would believe it if she was the one actually writing all the music, Raymond. Dun, dun, dun. I was at the bar the other night, and it was just... It was horribly busy, so it was a terrible night. But I was stuck in front of the well making drinks for a long period of time. Yeah, you're working, right? You're not hanging out at the bar. You're yeah. sitting there working. They're in front of you. And this couple is sitting directly in front of me. So, like, those people, I can just hear their entire conversation normally, even though I don't want to. And this guy, it's a white guy. He's with a foreign girl. I don't know where she's from. I could just hear she has an accent. And it's definitely, like, an awkward first or, like, first couple of dates. And she's super, super quiet. And he's just, like, going off, just spouting He's putting on a show. And eventually, like, later in the evening, I come by and I hear him talking about... <laughs> I didn't know what he was describing to start with, but he's talking about how you have to swing it around and catch it and pull it back through the string. I figured out he was describing the yo-yo trick of the Around the World tour. <laughs> it, was, it was fucking amazing. <laughs> Oh my fucking god. And it was working. She was entranced. He pulled out all the stops. Was he about to fucking put a yo-yo on his dick? Lapis? 
It was amazing. Well, he was about to do yo-yo tricks naked. <laughs> He's like, welcome to my apartment. Have you ever seen me naked yoga, yo-yo tricks? I immediately ran to the kitchen, and we just died laughing. Um, cocktail anxiety. Oh, dude. This isn't good. What do you mean, dude? I have to... I've been given the task of making a cocktail for the winter. Oh, God. And... I've been procrastinating so bad about it. Right, it's to be agave-based, using tequila or something of the sort. Mold wine, agave, prickly pear, and tequila. Give it a try. A <laughs> little bit of club soda. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, uh, listen, I'm telling you, get the ingredients right now. You go on any holiday baking show, they're going to say that's exceptional. Nance, you ever watch the... I've been watching a lot of this. The holiday baking competition. <laughs> You're like two drops of Angostura bitters and one drop of agave nectar. You some slut. Where is your anise? Well, how do you expect to have flavor with no anise, you bitch? My Italian grandmother would crush you. Crush you. Just losing my mind. I'm just watching baking shows while I'm home right now. Like, I'm on, my, I'm on a home week for work, so, like... I go to work and then I come home and I'm just like, mm, what else is on the cooking network? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> you just, you just took over my story. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's not that great of a story, but, but so eventually <laughs> I tried finding a cocktail. I was reading through some like, uh, cocktail books that we have behind the bar and I found one I think it was called the bluebird but it uses half and half tequila blue curacao and galliano and I tried putting it together and tasted it and I couldn't tell that it was horrible <laughs> <laughs> and Eventually, like, I brought it around the restaurant when I got off early one night, having people try it. And I just got roasted for, like, an hour and a half by everybody. Just like, this is the worst thing I've ever had. <laughs> it was like a creamy half-and-half half tequila drink. It was so bad. <laughs> so they tore me apart. And now, and now I don't even know what to do. Did you do it right? I did, but yeah, I don't know. I also did little different things. I was infusing tequila with orange and allspice. Okay. It was so bad. You want to write this fucking recipe right now? <laughs> like, you're going to take the tequila. Oh, yeah. You're going to put the bitters in there. Fuck. <laughs> you're going to get real sensual when you're making drinks. Dude, have you ever even made a drink? Raymond, I drink. That doesn't mean anything. I know how to make a drink. I also, if you ask any of my friends when it comes to, we were just on a uh, fishing trip and I was the bartender the one night and everybody's like, Declan, I don't know what's going on over there, but you're whipping it the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I, uh, I'll be in the kitchen and uh, Dan will be at the meat slicing station, like slicing briskets, and I'll call celeb and I'll celeb in and get to slice the brisket. It's crazy. 
I mean, you know, you said you didn't want this to be the meat cast, but every fucking time I talk, <laughs> you're talking about the meat that you handled. I didn't choose this life. Okay, so listen, I'm definitely talking about the idea we talked about earlier. Should we start the meat, the meat census on Instagram? Just a clip show. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? Does that mean you're going to approach random people? Honestly, I'm going to look for people eating sandwiches and yeah, <laughs> sandwiches. Just sit down next to them. I'm like, hey man, can I bother <laughs> you for about that that sandwich? Can I just take a bite of that real quick? <laughs> what kind of sandwich is that? Oh uh, yeah, that's going to be the question. That should that's be the goal of the interview. By the end, to t to be able to take a bite of someone's sandwich. Man, that would be awesome. I just don't want to try all those sandwiches. I remember. <laughs> Again, remember, we talked about this on episode two here. My butthole cannot take that type of punishment. <laughs> okay? I can't be going around trying all different types of foods, eating sandwiches from filthy people's hands. Like, I'm picturing myself walking up to job sites like, hey, bud, yo, pal, how you doing? <laughs> you got a sandwich you're hitting there? Yeah. <laughs> what are we working with? <laughs> what do we got there? We got some brujute. We got... Got some gabagool. I'm looking for people like that. People that are calling the meats by nicknames. First off, that's that's so goddamn trashy. <laughs> Fucking Italian people. I never thought They're about disgusting. this. Disgusting. I never thought about this till right now. Like obviously, like there's different lunch meats. If you go to a fucking deli. Not once have you ever gotten capicola when you went up to the old lady with her arthritic fingers and going, "Can I get the gabagool?" It's never happened. But for some reason, when I'm around other Italians or other Italians that are around other fat Italians, they always reference the meats like, ah, oh, the mortadella, the cavalo. I'm like, can I just get some mortadella? And can I please just get some capicola, please? All greased up. All greased up. You just have to make it sound bad. Like, let me get the ragot. <laughs> like, I, ricotta sounds really nice, actually. <laughs> it sounds like a flower. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate the support. Find us on Instagram at 555-LET-ME-CALL-YOU-BACK and on Facebook at the Let Me Call You Back podcast. You can find comedian Declan Brooks on Instagram at Declan Loves Meatballs. See you next time.